When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the X Cardinal Podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a five-star review. I'm Johnny Venerable, joined as always in studio by the GM Saul Bookman as we are on the eve of NFL free agency. Saul, the, the moves, the transactions, they're coming out fast and furious. You know, I can't remember a time in the NFL where we haven't even hit free agency yet, and the news about the NFL has been as crazy at his, as it has been the last two months. I, I can't re- It's almost like the NBA offseason where it's just always – you know, rumors and, and movement and he said, she said kind of things. It's truly remarkable. What a time. I love it. We already got 14 people here ready to rock and roll on an Arizona Cardinal free agency Friday. And I mean, Saul, where do we start other than the news that just broke? Deshaun Watson, current Houston Texan for how long we don't know, will not face criminal charges stemming from upwards of 22 different women coming out against him for potential sexual assault dating back to a series of massages. And I mean, just, okay. So he's clear from criminal charges. He will not face criminal charges. That doesn't mean, but not by a grand jury. That doesn't mean that the league won't suspend him, won't intervene. That doesn't mean that, you know, he's a good guy. Right. But what I think that does mean is a lot of teams now, especially with a third of the league facing quarterback purgatory, are about to look the other way and are about to trade for Deshaun Watson. Oh, a million percent. A million percent. If there was any hesitation from any team in regard to Deshaun Watson and and you considered making a move, this absolutely just swayed you to make that move or at least talk about making that move. Uh, Teams like the Dolphins, who have absolutely written off or did write off Deshaun Watson, guess what? They're going to be right back in the mix. They're back. The Eagles, the Panthers, the Saints, the Buccaneers. They're all of a sudden in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, whether you like it or not. Again, we have to be clear. He's been cleared through a grand jury of criminal charges. That does not mean in the civil setting he won't face criminal charges or lawsuits, and I expect that to happen. Yeah. At least from a grand jury. He went through two depositions today, uh, and through those two depositions – uh, they made the call uh, that that he wouldn't he wouldn't have to face those criminal charges. So it's uh it's going to be fascinating to see what kind of movement we see here. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Jalen says in the chat that criminal charges were only by nine women. He still has twenty two civil cases pending. You know, frankly, I haven't kept up on this because it's not relevant not yet for the Arizona Cardinals. I you know I was fearful last off season that he would end up in San Francisco. I felt like a lot of people thought that that's where this was headed. And then the allegations came out. They pivoted to Trey Lance. Now there's talk, could Seattle get into the mix? I have heard, Saul, leading up to this, if this was to be the the expected outcome, 
Carolina is the front runner. They are desperate for a franchise quarterback. I, I do believe that they have more ammunition to trade. Seattle just recouped the picks they lost for Jamal Adams. They don't have just a bounty of extra picks. I also think somebody like Philadelphia, we like Jalen Hurts, but they've got three picks in the teens this year alone. They're the only team right now. You can only trade a first from three consecutive years, but that doesn't mean they can't trade their three ones this year and then two additional ones, even though that's a that's a gross overpay. They have the most leverage. As Cardinals Update says, 20-plus cases came out to say similar thing. He obviously did it, which is insane, how he's going to be playing in the league, which is sickening. And, you know, we're not judge jury here, but, I mean, from court of public opinion, not a great look by the team. Saw that that ops to do, does trade for him. I mean, people want to complain about Kyler Murray and Instagram posts, and this is a whole other ball game. Trying to sell this this guy to your fan base, sell jerseys, put him on your website. Well, again, okay, listen, I, I completely understand that. But we've had instances in the NFL where fan bases or teams have looked the other way uh, look at Michael Vick. You know, he he served two years in the state penitentiary for, for the dog fighting scandal. And um, and listen, he came he came back. Uh, some people like to give people second chances, some don't. Yeah. Like, and I and I'm not even sure where Deshaun Watson lies and all that. You uh, yes, when 22 plus women come out, you gotta think there's some truth in there, right? Yeah, but, not a good look, but the grand jury has dismissed it and I don't know where these civil cases are going to go. And yep. if you're a franchise that really has no conscience, you're going to look at Deshaun Watson. And you're going to try to make a move. And if there is a particular place where I could see Deshaun Watson going and getting the benefit of the doubt, why wouldn't it be Charlotte where in Carolina, where, you know, he played football at Clemson. Yep. Uh, he's got a lot of the South, South Carolina roots. Uh, a lot of people love them out there still. Uh, and there's, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that just are going to look the other way. So that's probably the most ideal situation for Deshaun Watson to go to. Either way, it definitely feels like he's, I mean, in terms of the amount of teams that may be interested, that he's going to stay yeah. in the NFC. Well, no, well, he's going to the NFC. I feel yeah. like the Houston Texans do not want him in the AFC. But at this point, like, the AFC is so loaded. Like, who cares if you're Houston? If somebody gives you a better package, you're not close to competing. Your your head coach is Lovey Smith. I love Lovey Smith, but he was just, you know, an under 500 coach at, you know, University of Illinois. They have nothing. They're starting over. So I would just take the best package because, like, I feel like with Deshaun now, his public image has taken just a massive beating, and he, he is not considered a top quarterback yet. He hasn't been on the field for two years. And then, oh, by the way, when he was on the field – he was leading a Houston team. I think they won four games his last year. So uh, people are concerned that Sully may up, end up in Seattle. I, I think that's a possibility. Um, and what would that mean for the Cardinals, their chances? They're still led by Pete Carroll, who's a defensive coach. I think Russell Wilson's a better quarterback than Deshaun Watson. But you get him younger. We don't know what the contract looks like. That That's a conversation for the, for another day. But it does. it feels like Deshaun... I think a trade could happen like in a matter of days. If you're Houston, now this is out and you feel like you have a little bit of momentum, you better trade him now. Get him off your team. This is because this is the most, it feels like the air is going to clear Saul for him. You know, I feel like it could only get worse from here. So, like, it's not going to get any better. So, why not try to capitalize, especially before teams next week? Saul, like, maybe pivot to like Mitch Trubisky or Jimmy Garoppolo. It's like, okay. 
Deshaun Watson, let's try to push this narrative hard now. Hey, guys, he's good. He's good. It's cleaned up. Who wants to give us the biggest package? It's a sticky situation. Yeah. Uh, and if you are a PR team for whatever said organization is going to be that is going to acquire Deshaun Watson, you better have your A game ready to go. And you better understand what you, you just better be ready. You know, and I think of guys like, you know, like Mark Dalton and, and uh, Chris Melvin and company over here at the Cardinals and how they yeah. would deal with things. Um, and it's, it's got to be very strategic. It's got to be very calculated and you got to, and it's got to be very brief, right? You can't give people am- ammo because they're looking for it. They are looking for it. And so, uh, and, and Jason and Jalen Blair is absolutely correct. Jalen always coming with the heat. Watson has a no trade clause, so he'll yeah. he will have say in wherever he wants to go. Eagles and Panthers are probably most intriguing, especially hey, what about Tampa the with Steve Bruce are out on him. Yeah, Tampa. Listen to me. I think Deshaun, if he sits there and thinks about situationally where is the best fit for him to go, I do believe it's either going to be Tampa or the Carolina Panthers. I don't, or Philadelphia, or Philadelphia, because Philadelphia has literally dealt with this exact situation almost yeah. uh, in a different way. Obviously, you know, when we're talking about sexual assault versus uh, dogfighting, but yeah. you know, criminal investigations, bringing on players with baggage, they've dealt with this, they know how to handle this, and that fan base is so soulless, they don't care. They don't no. care where the player is. As long as he performs on the field, they don't care. Well, I think you made a great point. Like if of all the teams you just named, like Seattle would be the last on my on my list because of old Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson wanted out. So if, if I'm Deshaun, like why do I want to come in? You're the team is already bad, and now you're going to give up additional resources to get Watson. He just he he doesn't want to play in Houston anymore because the team is bad. So it's like okay, who has an influx of cash and and draft capital? It's Philadelphia. Carolina has a bunch of uh, extra cash they can pay him. Tampa Bay is a Super Bowl ready roster. It just depends on, you know, additional first. Then do, do they give up some some pieces? But um, the Cardinal rule uh, says in free or uh, in the chat, New Orleans might be interesting. The only issue there is their, their cap is a nightmare and Sean Payton is gone. If Sean Payton was there, I would say absolutely. But if I'm him, like I could go to Carolina and run the NFC South. I could go to Tampa and run the NFC South. I could go to the NFC East with Philly and and dominate that division. He goes to he goes to Seattle in this division. We just saw it with Russell Wilson. Like you're not guaranteed anything. You had a, two teams that weren't the Cardinals or the Seahawks in the NFC title game. So I everybody who's jumping on board, like Richard Sherman came out. So I don't know if you saw this yesterday on his podcast and basically said like they're pushing for him. It's not going to be Drew Locke. It's not going to be Geno Smith. I mean that's fine if they want to push for him, but you you have to have the assets. And great point about the no trade. Totally forgot about that. Josh Hutt, if they don't care about player on the field, they should have more conversation about Kaepernick. Well, that should have been a conversation that happened six years ago, uh, but we all know why that didn't happen. Uh, the Cardinals should have signed Colin Kaepernick when um, they had all the injuries to Palmer and Drew Stanton, but uh, that's different conversation with the owners dug in their heels. Watson, on a completely different spectrum, will have a job. That just shows you the priorities of the NFL, unfortunately, but Let's let's pivot off of Deshaun. Yeah. Let's let's see what enough, happens. Enough non-cardinal talk. Let's yes, talk about I, our team. That's, that's right. What so, people are here for. Let's go. Okay. So first and foremost, a couple notables. I'll let you run with what you want to run with, Saul. Eddie Goldman, nose tackle stud for the Chicago Bears, was released today. 28 years old. One of the best run stuffing nose tackles in the NFL available now 
basically without giving up compensation. Also, our, our guy from the season that we talked about continually, it looks like Fletcher Cox is going to be moved. There's a big cap hit that's associated with that. You'd have to give up a draft pick. What is your preference between tackle nose tackles now with the Cardinals looking for a replacement for Corey Peters? Uh, I absolutely think it's option A. Yes. It's not even close. Yeah. Listen, you got throttled in the run this year. You have to shore that up some way, somehow. This guy is an absolute run stopper, gap stopper, fantastic against the run. Not yep. so much against the pass, but that's okay. That's yeah. not what you're looking for. You need somebody to stop a dude from just blitzing you on first and 10 for seven yards a pop. That's yep. what you need hey. to stop. Eddie Goldman was a, I believe, a third round pick, second round pick of the Chicago Bears um, in back in 2015. Uh, productive player, like you mentioned, he's not going to give you anything as as a penetrating defensive tackle. Actually, his best season was his rookie season. He had four and a half sacks. But what you are going to get is you're going to get a huge man at six foot three, almost 340 pounds, dominate the interior defensive line alongside two guys that can rush the passer. And Zach Allen. So I, I think this is the home run move we want to talk about on the defensive line. Um, he went to Florida State. Uh, he's played in that division at a high level against Green Bay's, dominated Green Bay's. Really, I think one of the most premier offensive line. You always see Eddie Goldman flashing for them. They have very difficult time running the football with Aaron Jones and company against Chicago for this reason. The Cardinals, to me, have two glaring weaknesses all on their on their front seven. They need an outside linebacker because we're going to talk about Chandler Jones here in a little bit. He is gone. Okay, so there's one hole, and then you you need a defensive tackle because I think we're all assuming it hasn't happened yet. Why it hasn't happened, I don't know, that Jordan Phillips is going to be gone, especially at his ridiculous cap number. Um, he just if, if you could get Jordan Phillips healthy, that'd be one thing, but he's never healthy. You can't count on players like that. Eddie Goldman, for the most part, I, he did miss a couple games last year, Saul. Year before that, 15 games, 16 games, 15 games. I I think this is the move maybe not to open up free agency with. And the Cardinals are kind of in a unique position because like most teams want a defensive tackle that can rush the passer. The Cardinals were, were so poor against the run last year. You just have to get back to basics with somebody like Eddie Goldman. And I just Fletcher Cox is too expensive. And I mean, he's older than Goldman. I think it's easy decision. DJ Jones is another one that's kind of underrated right now. Yeah. DJ yeah. Jones, defensive tackle from San Francisco. If you just watch him, if you watch a little bit, especially towards the end of the season, you'll see that he's he's very, very good. And, you know, we're listen, we got to start thinking about either flexibility signings or guys that maybe nobody, everybody's kind of sleeping on. Um, mm -hmm. This is a guy that people are sleeping on. Uh, I would also throw out another name, and I know – on the surface, people might cringe, uh -oh. but but I think they're still a little bit there, um, especially if you team them with J.J. Watt. Okay. Uh, again, again, who okay. do you think I'm going to talk about? Oh, man. J.J. Watt, defensive line. Jadavian Clowney. No, I'm not into Jadavion. Listen, Davion. listen. No, He's no. so much better against the run than he used to be. So much better against the run. He'll give you the occasional pass rush. But you're, again, from the edge, I understand you don't pay a premium. You, you also don't pay a premium from the edge for run stoppers. You don't, okay? But situationally, I think Jadavian Clowney wouldn't be a bad move. It wouldn't. I, if you want to double down with he and Kennard and then maybe a draft pick, that's fine. 
Um, but you're not going to get anything off the edge. You better no. You, you better you better kick JJ Watt to edge rusher than on on third down. I could I could wrap my head around it. I wouldn't hate it. Uh, some of the comments, Cardinal rules saying I think Jordan is going to be a post June first cut. He absolutely will, but you can designate him for a post June first cut, and then let him go find a new team now. Um, and that information will come out. But yeah, uh, Jalen Blair says maybe they get Jordan Phillips to take a pay cut. Um, I wouldn't even ask him to do that. You just can't count. He, I don't think he's worth a roster spot because no. you can't count on him to 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 be yeah. on the field. Agreed. He missed like most of training camp last year. It just I want people, even if there's a talent drop off, because like I feel like on the surface, I think Jordan Phillips is more talented than Eddie Goldman. But I Eddie Goldman is going to play and give a hundred percent. Jordan Phillips, dude, we we were fearful of it all. Nine and a half sacks in Buffalo, literal cash grab, Arizona, and just checked out. One more name I want to throw at your, you know, at, at you. Okay. What do you think? And and the reason why I say this is because when he went from the Steelers to the Chiefs, he changed that defense, um, basically oh, single handedly. Yeah. Melvin Ingram. Yeah. I like me some Melvin Ingram. I do too. I listen. There are options at pass rusher beyond Hassan Reddick that we talked about. Reddick's going to get broken off, whether it's by the Cardinals or somebody else. Chandler Jones is going to get broken off. I think that's probably the right kind of mindset if you strike out on Hassan Reddick and you get one of these guys on a one or two year deal, prove it deal. Um, but I mean, there, there's going to be a drop off from Chandler Jones outside of Reddick. I just I firmly believe that. And a lot of these guys are one pitch guys. They can come in and throw a couple fastballs on Sundays, but then they, they're not every down players. That's why, ideally, you'd like to find somebody younger via the draft. We're not wasting money with four dollar a gas, uh, four dollar a gallon gas. We on a budget. True. Now, hey, hey True. man, here in Arizona, it's it's creeping up to five. Yeah. Uh, Goldman is more of a run stopper than Phillips, who is more of an interior pass rusher. Yeah, they need to run defense, a D tackle right now because JJ when he's healthy. And Zach Allen, both guys, I think, could give you five to seven sacks apiece on the defensive line. Uh, Humble Rumble, going to miss Chandler. Good times. We're going to talk about Chandler Jones in a second. But Benjamin Albright, insider, who's very tapped in. We saw him at the Combine uh, in Denver, said that he is a huge target for the Denver Broncos right now. Multiple other outlets. I mean, he is linked to about every team not named the Arizona Cardinals. So uh, it, it's we'll have time to reminisce. One of the greatest you know, trades in franchise history disappointed the cards couldn't do more uh winning while he was here but um that wasn't on chandler for the most part so no not even close nope uh a couple other interesting nuggets here so malcolm butler is back taking visits Saul uh got got his uh personal stuff taken care of he's he's visiting with the houston texans today what are your thoughts on that yeah well you know good for him i I just i listen like it's it's hard to judge guys uh, based off of what you don't know. And and, and unfortunately, and, and I'm not going to go down that road. I just, I, right. I'm not going to go down that road. I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, whatever he was dealing with last year was either true or it was false. I'm not going to do that because I just don't know. And you really don't know the personal demons that people are, are dealing with, right? What I will say is this. Had my man, like, said that he was, you know, he he had some issues, whatever, and demanded, like, a trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I would have a problem with that because it's like, yeah. dude, you didn't even suit up for this team, man. Like, and then you're demanding a trade, so that means you're like going to be fit to go somewhere else and be okay. Like, mm. like, listen, I, I just, I'm not, I'm not a believer in that. So, but he didn't do that. He laid low all last season. As soon as the season was over, he was like, okay, hey, I'm good to go now. So, you know, if that, maybe he just needed six months. I don't know, but he got it, and now he's on to 
something else. Yep. Cardinals are going to look for a corner. It will not be Malcolm Butler. Um, Tyron Matthew is an overwhelming favorite to join New Orleans and reunite with uh, his home state. Uh, minus one twenty via the DraftKings. Feels like the Matthew app. era is 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 starting to come to a close. Like I yep. feel like he has two three years left, and then that's going to be about it. Yep, he's been a hell of a player for a long time. Maybe even a, a borderline Hall of Famer. Um, it's too bad he couldn't spend majority of years in Arizona. Uh, it looks like Saul definitively now, uh, we will get an Amari Cooper trade. He will not be released. So we know there are teams out there. We don't think the Cardinals are one of them that are going to trade a draft pick or two, uh, for Amari and we'll have to take on $20 million in cap. Uh, and I think that just speaks to the fact that premium receivers like Mike Williams got 20 million a year. So why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you trade a pick for, for Amari Cooper and, and not have to scratch and claw against everybody else in free agency and Christian Kirk, uh, he's going to be, I mean, if Amari Cooper is not cut and he's traded and that leaves Christian Kirk is like the number one or two receiver in free agency, which is crazy. It's absolutely it insane. He's a top 20 player. In in some free agency um, projections, which is insane to me, it's just insane to me. It's like, are you guys even watching football? Do, are you a little concerned about him going elsewhere and just like not concerned because we we root for players to succeed? But like, what what would be the reaction if he went somewhere next year and had like a thirteen hundred yard season? Well, let me tell you this right now: if he goes to I don't know what I don't even think there's a team that's that has a good quarterback that is even interested in him. Well, I, it'd be like, what if he went to Chicago with Justin Fields and he was like his number one receiver next year by cool. default? Enjoy your 800 yard season. I don't know, man. I, bro, I, it ain't gonna happen. Not with Justin Fields. You don't like Justin He's, Fields? Like, dude, like he'd be so much better off at taking like a one or two year deal and going to play with a with a quarterback that is like phenomenal like take a one or two year deal and go to green bay make some yeah. crazy money and then and then call it you know and then go play for the damn lions and call it whatever but i just don't see it man i just i really just don't see it i i think it's that that'll be a big indictment on this ownership this 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 general manager this regime if he goes elsewhere and has just a huge you know peak years of his career you really think want, that, that that could happen i think it's always on the table there are people you know, we watch tape. We don't study tape for a living. There are people who study tape for a living who believe Christian Kirk can become a number one receiver and that teams are, quote, salivating to get their hands on him in free agency and he will be paid salivating handsomely. I saw that uh, headline. How much, how much, how much, like, let's just say Christian okay. Kirk was going to listen to your offer. Yeah. What, what would your offer be for Christian Kirk to keep him in Arizona? Oh, to keep him in Arizona? Based on like how he's been used and and his rapport with Kyler Murray, I would probably say like I would give him a four year deal that averaged probably twelve million dollars a year. Four year, forty eight million dollars. How much guaranteed? Yeah. Like twenty five. That's fine. <laughs> That's not the the contract he's going to get is going to dwarf what I just said. He is going to get four oh. years, sixty five million with like. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to get $15, 16000000 million a year. Man. People feel like he's been underutilized, that he can play special teams. 
and what he's got. Oh my god, I hate that argument so much. What, what has Christian Kirk done special team wise that leads you to believe that he's an elite special teams guy? Well, I, he can return kicks not well. Oh, cool, he can punts. catch a punt. Awesome. Yeah. All right, not, Steelers, not, Panthers, Seahawks that. are all entering the bidding war for Deshaun Watson. Panthers are considered the favorite. Um, interesting. It's, it seems like Deshaun is is bound for uh, the NFC. So our uh, short-lived celebration of the NFC being trash, a quarterback uh, lasted about three days after Russell Wilson got traded. Uh, Jalen saying Christian Kirk can't return kicks or punts. I mean, he can fair catch it. Um Phoenix Suns asking, any way we can get AB? Uh, no, we cannot get AB. AB oh wants God. to get back in the lead. Did you see uh, the the exchange between him and Ryan Clark? No. On Showtime? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were talking about those two going at it in practice, and AB uh, was referencing getting slapped in the head, and then people talking about it because he had just signed a, a, a new contract. This is like after his second or third year in the league. Yeah. Um, and like he felt like people were like attacking him. Um, and so he was like, you know, and he was going back at like Dick LeBeau, going back yeah. at like Ryan Clark in the middle of practice and stuff like really fascinating stuff. And Ryan Clark was like, Oh, whoa, 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 time out, stop your bullshit. This yeah. is what really happened. Uh, Damn. and those two kind of went back and forth. It was fascinating stuff, dude. AB, get some help, my man. Uh, if you can't make it work with Tom Brady, uh, he, he can't make it work with damn near anybody else. Uh, Tanner says, feels like Tampa should go after Deshaun. Um, I feel like that Tampa's right now, their quarterback's playing Gabbert. So yeah, that, that would probably be the move. Uh, AB and Hopkins would be crazy good <laughs> guys. Can we, maybe let's just, can we draft a receiver and develop one that, that we don't have to worry about people like AB, um, or even trading picks and, and big time money for Amari Cooper. Like, it feels like so that position, that wide receiver position, has become like the new unicorn for this organization. They haven't been able to find a bona fide star receiver since Larry Fitzgerald. They've had some good ones, Flash in the Pan, Michael Floyd, John Brown, you know, and then there's been a lot of Andre Roberts, Early Doucette. I mean, they have not been able to find just well, no one's going to be Larry or Anquan. But just like a guy who can come in, like a Terry McClellan or somebody like that, borderline pro bowler, really nice player. That that That's the new unicorn for this organization that they cannot find. Christian Watson. No. Stop. Christian Stop Watson. Stop it. Stop it. Let's what go. was he doing? Who did he play last fall? Name a I university. I don't give a shit. He Fucking... is a champion, sir. It's going to use my Panera Bread <laughs> University. I couldn't even get it out. I feel that one way or another that Will Fuller ends up on the Cardinals. Look what I started yesterday. I just said yep. somebody like that one-year deal. Um, I tweeted out a, a, a video of him uh, on the PHNX Cardinals account. A lot of people were like, never. I'm like, okay, that's fine. You don't want Will Fuller? No big deal. <laughs> just throwing it out there. He said he would make literally no money, and he's buddies with, with D-Hop. Former first rounder, he's got lead speed. Hopkins probably kicks his money maker. Uh, Alec Pierce would be a nice fit, I would agree with that. Uh, AZ can't ID receivers 2000. Don't talk to me about 2019 draft class, you know. So, I was looking at that draft class last night, the second round. Byron Murphy's a, yeah, Byron Murphy's a nice player. You know, how many elite star players were taken after Byron Murphy? Tell like me, set like seven. AJ Brown and of course DK Metcalf, Debo. It was just a gauntlet, and not just wide. There were other great players. Um, now I think AJ Green 
Let's talk about their free agents real quick. Then I'm going to yes. do a DraftKings read. Let's do it. How many free agents of note that the Cardinals have do you expect back? Like we're fast forward this time next week. Who is back? Oh, Jesus. Uh, Zach Ertz. Yep. I think Zach Ertz will be back. Yep. Uh, let me look at the list. Hold up. Hold up. I always forget what the list looks like. Hold up. I'm a, I'll give you mine while you're looking the list up. I'm going to go Zach Ertz and that's it. I think that at least for the first couple waves, the first couple weeks, guys are going to feel out their market. I think Zach Ertz gets a contract extension from this franchise, gets re-signed, and then everybody else is just like, go and Kime does that thing, right, where he gives you a contract, and if he's like, here, this is for you. If you want to sign it, great. If you get more money, <laughs> good, goodbye to you. I think that's what he's done with James Conner. Ooh, Jalen just gave a great one. I think Colt McCoy is back as well. Yeah, yeah. Colt McCoy is a great I, one. Robert Alford isn't terrible. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you he would probably take a discount because he knows he just fleeced the Cardinals for, you know, two or three. And he's just out a really good years. fit for this team. He was yeah. great with Vance Joseph last year. He just can't Those stay are healthy. great three suggestions, Jalen. Um he just can't uh, stay healthy. That's the problem. Yeah. Cardinal but, Roy, yeah. Max Williams is back early. I that's fine, but Max Williams has been people need to understand he's been hurt the last two years. Everybody and Saul, you put it best. Well, we're at the combine. I don't even know if this was on a show. You said that everybody is infatuated with the first half outlier season that Max Williams had. That's not who Max Williams is. No, no, he's he's never been that guy. But he had a great he had a great start to the season, right. and I would have loved to see where he went after that. But we didn't get that chance, and and instead we got Zach Ertz, which was fantastic. But if you think. Max Williams is going to give you Zach Ertz level play year in and year out. You're mistaken. It's not going to happen. He he could be serviceable. He's a good player, but he's not elite. And when you're talking about Zach Ertz, he's elite. So that's that's why I'm like, okay, well, let's pump the brakes a little bit on Mr. Max. I love him, but no. Yeah, let's get him back on a relatively small deal, and he's a great run blocker. Zach Ertz is a top ten tight end in the NFL. Um, and should be paid accordingly. If Zach Ertz gets to the market, he's going to get a nice, very nice contract from from somebody. Oh, man, a lot of, lot of decisions, but we do feel good about Zach Ertz. You know, he's been in contract talks with the team. I'd be surprised if that didn't get done. Uh, Saul, are you ready for tonight's tip-off at 7 p.m.? I am. I am. Sons will be playing it? at the exact same time, but... We're missing our key point guard, but that's okay. That's all right. That's all right. We'll be okay. They will hopefully be okay. If you're ready to feel the excitement of conference championships like never before, turn your team's victory into your own big win with the DraftKings Sportsbook app, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win. You can get it on right now if you bet U of A and they win and you're new to DraftKings, you get a $200 in free bets. If they do, it's that simple. They win, you win. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also utilize same game parlays, combine multiple bets from the same game for an even bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. It's a call to action. Use that promo code PHNX, bet $5 on any college hoops team to win their game. Get $200 in free bets, 21 and over. Arizona only gambling problem call 1 800 next steps. New customer only, minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for more details. Saw my DraftKings. Go ahead. Real quick. DraftKings pick of the week is the Duke Blue Devils hosting Miami of Florida 
after the Duke Blue Devils blew Coach K's retirement ceremony at home. Uh, they are a nine-point favorite against Miami today. I think they rebound after being called sorry all week for making their fans cry, which I thought was hilarious. Go ahead, Saul. Uh, go Hurricanes, because I hate Duke basketball with a passion almost yep. as much as I hate ASU. Because uh, I'm a U of A guy, as we all know. Uh, also, I did want to say this before, um, you know, before things get too too far down the road. Uh, yep. Jackson Sipes, if you don't know who he is, uh, he works uh, as part of the digital team over at the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, phenomenal graphic artist, um, really creative mind. He's leaving an organization as of today. Uh, he's on to something else bigger and better, I guess. Um, but really cool kid, really cool guy. Got a chance to work with him. Uh, best of luck to him as he moves forward. Just want to give him a little shout out. I thought you were going to announce he was going to come work for us, and I was going to be really excited. But wherever he goes, good luck to him. <laughs> we have a lot of fun here. Uh, it sounds like, though, Saul, Chandler Jones did not have fun with the Arizona Cardinals in recent years. Um, he came out on the Players Podcast, the NFL Players Podcast, and said the following. He's just letting it rip now that he knows he's gone. This is via the NFL Players Podcast. Where I am in my career, I've gotten contracts. I've gotten the Super Bowl, of course, with New England. But I think scheme is huge. <laughs> I really want you to me. read. I really want you to read this in like a Morgan Freeman voice. Where I am in my career, I've gotten That's, contracts. I think you're I've asking the wrong guy to do that. Bowl. I can do Elmo. Maybe I think scheme is huge. <laughs> All for me, winning more championships. You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> I can do high. I can go Elmo, but that's about it. I'll say it again. Oh, no, come it's on, not... do it. How about sauce? Where I am in my career. I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. Everybody, please don't sign off. To wrap it this, up, to wrap this, it up, I will say big... I want to go to a place that maximizes my talents. There have been times in my career where I'd say I caught myself out of position. I do take the blame, but at the same time, it's like, hey, should I have been doing that? I have enough comfort where I am in my career and this age to say that. I'm ourselves. Chandler Jones. Goodbye. <laughs> Chandler Jones throwing shade at the Cardinals and uh, Vance Joseph. Leah is losing her mind behind the back right now. For dropping his ass into coverage. Is he wrong? I don't think he's wrong. He's not wrong on that. He's not wrong on that. But again, like a lot of defensive coordinators like to mix things up. You know, Vance Joseph isn't the, uh, you know, some freak unusual bird that likes to drop guys randomly into coverage. Um, did he do it too much? Probably. But. Listen, he played for three different uh, defensive coordinators, um, and he had some hits, some misses, and that is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Chandler Jones, all-time great Cardinal. I hope he's able to look back on his time with the team fondly. One playoff uh, berth in, goodness, like six seasons with the team. Not great. He's been with the team since 2016. It's it's funny, Saul. I wrote an article not too long ago about uh, gophnx.com, shameless plug, when they got him in 2016, they thought he was the missing piece of that championship team with Arians, and they made the playoffs one time. And it wasn't in 2016. It was in his final year uh, this year in 2021. Uh, Chandler Jones, uh, to me, is is outspoken, but he's, he's a great locker room guy, somebody that I think will probably be a missing piece on a championship team now. Uh, it doesn't sound like by his comments – and there were more comments than just that blurb right there. He's like, it's not going to be about the money. 
We'll see. If he goes to Jacksonville, we know it's about the money. If he goes to Denver, we're rumored he, he's – you know, I, I saw – I sent something to you. You know his college coach the last two years or his, one of his coordinators at uh, Syracuse was our guy um, – Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett in, in, in Denver. In a, Our or, buddy Nathaniel. So he, he's got some ties there. So maybe he replaces Von Miller. Or maybe they're they're using Chandler Jones' leverage to lower the asking price with Von. There ain't no chance Chandler Jones is going to the Denver Broncos, first of all. That's just not happening. Von Miller might not even end up going to the Broncos either. Um, I think he's using them as a as leverage, trying to get yeah. their fan base all riled up for no reason, um, and then and then be able to come back and be like, "I wanted to come back, but they wouldn't have me." Like Speaking that, of that, that's my impression of of Von Miller on a Friday. <laughs> so um, and, and, and also Chandler that, Jones, like, dude, like, listen, like we all. So most of us have a little bit of bitter taste in our mouth when we leave our former employer, right? Like there's just a little bit of like, I wish things could have gone X, Y, or Z. I, I left Bally sports, Arizona. I didn't go onto Twitter and say all this other shit about, you know, about them. Like I loved my time there. I love the people there. They were good people. That's all you need to know. Like, that's it. You don't have to go out and be like, well, they didn't utilize me in the best place. Did it happen? Sure. Maybe, but you don't have to like, listen, own it. Just own it. Like you were in that position. You 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 could have left. You, you were there for six years. You were there for six years. You could have left any point in time. You could have forced a trade. You could have done a lot of different things. But you you chose to stick it out and be a team player. And then after your first five-sack performance of the season, you patted the pockets of, of the owner saying, you got to pay me. And then what happened? You didn't do shit for the rest of the season. Gave us a little flashes here and there. But you were not that dude. So just... Leave on a good note. Leave on a positive note. We all remember you as a as a as a good dude. You don't have to go sour grapes on us. Let's go, man. Be better than that. Valley Sports be better than putting the Memphis Grizzlies atop your power rankings on a social media graphic that well, I, mean, listen, I think kind of I want to clarify Valley Sports and Valley Sports Arizona are two different entities, in my opinion. And that trash that I saw from Valley Sports today, I just I could not believe it. Like Really? Never mind. This is a football podcast. I had, I had to poke the bear. I had to poke the bear. NFL AZ Cardinals asking, here's a name that no one talks about, probably because he's washed. Do you guys think Peterson, Arizona Cardinal grade, Patrick Peterson comes back? Hell no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, no. Hell no. <laughs> ain't no way in hell Patrick P is coming back. Ain't no way. Patrick P is going to play for the vet minimum this year, and this could be it for old Pat P. He got yeah. torched one too many times in, in Minnesota. Um, great player though. Uh, but time to get younger, time to move on. Uh, Jalen, I think we could use Joe. I think we could have used Jones better. We, uh, could have used, uh, ran more stunts in games to try to get him one-on-one. I mean, like I, Vance Joseph is not the most creative defensive coordinator in the NFL. Otherwise, Zayvon Collins would have played last year and they would have found a place to maximize his talents, even though he wasn't starting over Jordan Hicks. Like I, they just, he's very stubborn. Now that the Cardinals have gotten better every year defensively under, under Vance, so if, if you want to hang your head on that, you can. Um, but they're, lo- I mean, this linebacking core is going to look very different. And there have been two staples of this linebacking core for Vance and Kingsbury's tenure, and it's been Jordan Hicks and it's been Chandler Jones outside of the year Chandler went down. They're they're gone now. So it's – Saul <laughs> doesn't miss either. For better or worse, you <laughs> took two guys in the top 16. They got to play. Mark- we love Marcus Golden. Right now, Saul – you would say Marcus Golden is the only sure thing in that four cement linebacker. Simmons has question marks. Collins never played. 
And then the TBD on the opposite, you know, edge rusher position. Going to be interesting. I want to roll with the dudes that want to be here. And I know money and contracts have a large part to do with this. But listen, at the end of the day, I want guys that want to be here, that want to grind, that want to work, that want to produce results for this organization instead of worrying about, you know, like listen to DeAndre Ayton yesterday talking about, you know what, I don't even care about the contract anymore. I just want to win. I want to be known as a winner and I want to play with winners. Mm -hmm. Like that's what the fuck you need here. Like, and too many guys are worried about their own paper. And I understand that the NFL is a far different animal than most of the other sports because the guaranteed money is not there. Uh, the only guaranteed money you get is when you sign your contract. That's about it. So I, I get that. But at the same time, like, there, there's got to be a balance here. And you can't look and feel like you're only concerned about yourself when you're on the field. And that's why I, I, would, I would definitely say, like, hey, Chandler Jones, go get your money. It ain't going to be here in Arizona. Sorry, bro. And uh, Gilmore, uh, I don't think he's going to be an option. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah. It sounds like they're trying to re-sign him in Carolina. Uh, they traded for him. Uh, oh, this is interesting, Saul. The Vikings are very open per sources to trading Kirk Cousins this year. That's via Jason Lockenfora. So could have some quarterback movement outside of Deshaun in the NFC. Just like, or maybe they want quarterback movement because they want Deshaun in the mm, NFC. Be interesting. Wouldn't hate Aaron Rodgers versus Deshaun Watson twice twice a year. No, I wouldn't would hate actually, that. Would actually enjoy it. Um, when you deal in with the cards, you better go get your money. It's true. Uh, I don't think the Cardinals are a relative relatively cheap organization. I think they're very shrewd once you reach a certain point in your career, age wise and production. They didn't want to pay Calais Campbell. That bit them in the ass. They didn't want to pay Patrick Peterson. Good decision, right? Chandler Jones. I think Saul and I both feel like. The time has come. He was dis- he disappeared too many times down the stretch. He's not great against the run. He's a little bit of a one-trick pony at this point. Better to be a year early than a year late. Yep. I think that's why, and somebody asked in the chat, do you think Reddick is their main target this year? Yeah. I, I I got a double source, and the person I trust, I said, what is their level of interest? And it was, quote, significant. So they, now he may be the number one target for four or five other teams, in which case that throws a wrench into the whole thing. So I can't sit here and say, well, Son Reddick's going to be an Arizona Cardinal. Well, the Cardinals have still no money, right? And and a lot of holes to fill. They're working on it. In, They're working yeah, on it. I think they'll be in the mix for Reddick. But they will have – I'm sorry, but they will have a, a lot of money next year. They will. And they can reallocate. They can get guys extended. I think a D-hop restructure is in order. I think a um, DJ Humphreys extension is in order to get his cap number down. There, I have tried to sniff around the Humphreys situation – even with his poor year last year, saw so I don't think there's any appetite to move off of him. Um, and then I, I think the number one target right now, Austin, in the chat, is to get Zach Ertz re-signed. Um, they've been in contact. Um, it's going to be a crazy weekend because Monday, Monday, Zach Ertz can negotiate with other teams. Now, he could do that right now under the table. But so the, it'd be in the Cardinals' best interest. We got a tweet from a national reporter or me or somebody else that said Zach Ertz and the Cardinals have agreed on an extension. That would be a great way to kick off this free agency period. Um, I, th- I think I think it's coming. I think it's yeah. coming. And I'll tell you what, Sunday, Monday, you know, Monday is the official uh, start, unstart, if you will, behind mm-hmm. the scenes start, whatever you want to call it, a free agency. And then Wednesday, I, I, I do believe I got this right, Wednesday is when they can actually sign yeah. uh, with, with teams officially. 
Um, and I, I just I don't understand the tamping tampering thing. It's just it's just an excuse. It it's an excuse to to own the week. It the, we will know deals on Monday. If yeah, deals are gonna the, the the little precursor of when free agency opens Wednesday. Expect Zach Ertz to sign or expect Hassan Reddick to sign with the Arizona Cardinals or something like that. That's that's how it's phrased. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting because they're tampering right now. They're talking right now because all the tweets then come out on Monday. So it's like, well, you wouldn't have known that unless you've been talking. Uh, Alan is saying, is James Conner going to walk? If I if you had to ask me, do I think James Conner is back? I I say. 55 45 he is back um but they will let him test the market and if a team overpays him like Kenyon drake got overpaid i think this offense just needs a big back whether it's james or somebody else james yeah, had four, under four yards yeah he had under four yards a carry last year now he had 18 touchdowns when your quarterback is little and I'm a little guy. I know this definitively. It's hard to it's hard to get around and through big people. And so when the Cardinals have issues, yeah, like when I'm in a mall or someplace that's crowded, it's hard for me to shift around people when they're bigger than me. And it's Kyler true. Murray, Kyler Murray we were, feels that pain. We were, when we were at the bars and Johnny walked in, I didn't even know he walked in until he Help. tapped me on my Help. on my bell loop. I was like, "What the hell? Oh, hey, what's up, Johnny?" <laughs> <laughs> like when my two-year-old comes up to me and wants to go in the pantry and puts her arms up like, Daddy, help. That's how I am with Saul at the bar. So in all seriousness, uh, go a lot. Going back to – we had a quick question earlier. Um, okay. uh, Jose uh, – I'm going to try and say this last name right. Sisiyama? I said, what's the total it. cap allowed this year? This year it's $208.2 million, um, up from $182 million a year ago. James Conner, I would probably say if you wanted to go two for 10, five million bucks, he made a million dollars last year. Uh, any more than that, I'm saying let's go get one of these. He made how much draft. last year? One million dollars, one point like seven or something. Nothing. He made no money. Oh, wow. They got him in early April and he was on a one year contract for the vet minimum. Wow. And he, had, and he was a Pro Bowl running back. That's how, that's how championship teams are, are built. Not like the Raiders when they overpaid Kenyon Drake. Um, but again, I think this offense, we've talked about this before, Saul, makes running backs. I think that you any back comes in here of note that's capable with size and will have 12, 15 touchdowns next year because of Kyler's threat and presence. The offensive line is better than people think. They're in the red zone freaking all day. They're always in the red zone. Now, whether or not they can convert is a different story. They need a short yardage back. For the goal line, and then Kingsbury and Gordon for it on fourth and goal because just little Kyler can't get under center. I can relate. Yeah, Connor going for the bag, uh, maybe, but the bag ain't going to be that big. It, it ain't. You know, at the most, I could see Connor getting maybe six mil a year, um, yeah. but he's not. He's not going to be. Uh, he's not going to be in the double figures per year. Um, nobody's going to want to pay that kind of money to a, to a running back. Um, also, I mean, listen. When you're talking about the running back position, it's flexible. It just is. And yep. you got a lot of dudes in the draft that are coming out that would be nice, um, you know, uh, pieces for your for your franchise. So mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Paying Connor is great. And if you can get him for maybe, you know, four or five mil a year and he takes it, cool. If not, all right, you move on and, and we go on to the next thing. So um, we'll see what happens. I want to remind everybody, children five and older are eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine is the best tool we have to reduce the risk and chances of getting sick. 
with COVID-19, the vaccine can reduce the risk of being hospitalized or even dying from the disease. It is safe, free, and highly effective, and vaccines for COVID-19 are available throughout Arizona. Visit azhealth.gov slash findvaccine for a location nearest to you. Uh, James Conner is going to be 27. Uh, The reason that the Steelers didn't want him back is because he was hurt all the time, and and he missed time last year because he was injured. Um, so I just I don't I think that in a perfect world he's around with a rookie, a rookie third fourth rounder um, to complement him and have be a bridge guy for a couple years. But they will not they will not be afraid to pivot. Kime has learned he paid Rashawn Mendenhall that didn't work out. Um, everybody thought it was an Andre Ellington. Everybody thought it was David Johnson after his extension. Like to Saul's point, that that position is fluid and and. The teams that are running back dependent are not winning championships. I mean, like the the running back situation for the Rams this year was a hot garbage mess disaster, and they won the Super Bowl. Joe Mixon's great. He was a third-round pick out of Oklahoma. He makes nice money. That's like the best-case scenario. You find a nice balance with a franchise quarterback like Joe Burrow. Yeah, the, the, the running back position is fast becoming like the kicker. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, it's almost like uh, taking a defense in your fantasy football draft. You don't do it before the ninth round, right? Uh, and, and in the NFL, it's almost like you can't do it before the third round. Like yeah. you just can't because they just they're not worth their weight in gold. Not anymore. No. Not with this passing. Uh, not not as uh, with the NFL as a passing league. It just ain't. You have too many other holes. Uh, Tanner asking why is everyone so hesitant to play? You know, I don't think they're hesitant. First of all, Eno Benjamin is a seventh-round pick, and he's been on an NFL roster for two years. That's a win for Eno Benjamin. And if yep. he gets through this year, when you're, I think, three years in the league, you get your pension. So that's that's what we should be rooting for. Um, and they're with here. Listen, Tanner, they're with him every day with these other players, and he's not getting reps over Jonathan Ward, and he's not getting reps over Eno or uh, Chase and James Conner, obviously. So um, he almost got cut his rookie year, and they stash him away on the 53 man. And then this year when given the opportunity to look pretty good, um, I think he'll be on the roster next year, but I think he's just, he's just a guy in the NFL level right now. And that's all due respect to, Eno. Hey, Eno's a tough player. He's a hard worker. He's a hard, he, he, he runs hard. You saw that in the 49er game when he got his opportunity, Love but guys, you know, like, listen, to be the bell cow, you, you got to have a different mindset. You got to have a different kind of way about you. And um, you know, like, again, it's it's funny how sometimes we all are like, oh my god, if they just did this, they just did this, they just did this, but we don't see all the behind the scenes stuff. You know what I mean? We just don't. And maybe Eno just doesn't do it for him. I mean, clearly he doesn't. He was a seventh round pick, so I think I think he's already exceeded his value. Uh, I mean, like name another seventh round pick that's worth you know their salt for the Cardinals in the past like five to ten years, um, outside of like Larod Stevens Howling. Um, if he's on the roster, that's a good pick. You need a stable of three guys you trust with the ball. You can find those guys on day three. I think the Cardinal rule, if, if they – I don't love the idea of taking it back in the third round, but if they if they trade down and get more picks, I don't have a problem with it. Um, I just – I want young offensive skill players to go with Kyler Murray uh, and to grow with him, and I want this team to have some camaraderie and gel over the course of like three to five years because we're we're phasing out now, and we can kind of put a bow on this saw with, with the following. I think there's going to be a lot of roster turnover with the Cardinals – in the next couple of weeks. We've already seen it. Chandler, gone, right? Christian Kirk, gone. Jordan Hicks, gone. I think there are going to be more cuts, and I think there are going to be guys that have been staples on this team for a long time that aren't re-signed. It's time for the new era of Cardinal football with Kingsbury and Kyler. Let's get some new faces in here because 
the status quo isn't good enough. They've collapsed down the stretch each of the past two seasons. So there should be some changes. Agreed. A million percent. Like with Kyler, you're you're constantly gonna change your your offense. Yeah. You're gonna come, you know, pieces are always listen, the NFL, I think what the average turnover on a roster in the NFL is something like 30 or 40 percent. Yeah. Like that's just the norm. Like you're not going to keep everybody happy. You're not going to keep everybody, especially if you're successful. If you're successful, these guys think that they have a large part of it and they want to get paid accordingly and they go get their money. And they usually go get their money with bad franchises because fra- bad mm-hmm. franchises need to build and establish that winning culture. Chandler Jones is going to go probably to a bad franchise. I doubt mm-hmm. he's going to go to a Super Bowl contender. Now, yep. if he goes to a Super Bowl contender, I had him completely pegged wrong and who knows what's going to happen. But I doubt that's going to happen. He's not going to freaking Denver. There's just no way he's not going to a winning team. He's going to go get his money and he's probably going to go get his money with some bum ass team like the Jaguars. And that's fine. You know what I mean? And, and Christian Kirk probably going to do the same, you know, cause listen, he's not going to go to the Packers. He's not going to go to the Broncos. He's not going to go to, you know, all these other teams that have good quarterbacks. He's going to go to a team that needs a receiver because they think that that's going to help their shitty quarterback. That's where he's going to go. And unfortunately, that's probably going to be Detroit. It's probably going to be uh, Chicago. It might be New Orleans. And none of them have a good quarterback, at least yeah. not yet with Justin Fields. I, I won't put him in the bad quarterback category because he's still young. He's still learning. And he had a trash-ash uh, offensive line co- or uh, offensive coordinator last year in, in Nagy. But um, I will say, so, so outside of him, the other teams are trash, like Jared Goff, trash. Uh, I don't even know who the hell is playing quarterback for the Saints anymore. They're trash. Like, yeah. Go get your money, man. 10 of the top 12 teams with cap space did not make the playoffs last year. What does that tell you? I mean, the teams that are aggressive are spending money, are wheeling and dealing. The Colts have $70 million in cap space. They own a quarterback. It doesn't mean a, a GD thing. Seahawks now 50 million, Jets 50, Dolphins 48, Jags, the Bengals, and the. Uh, Steelers are the only two teams in the top 12 that made the playoffs last year, but the Steelers don't have a quarterback. So, I mean, it's, it's a lot of teams like Saul mentioned, the lions have a lot of cap space, the Panthers, the Jags, the Dolphins, the Jets. I mean, Christian Kirk is not changing the stars for any of those teams. He's going to go and do what he did here. We think. And 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 be a number three on on certain Sundays and a number two he's, on certain Sundays. He's going to go look phenomenal September, October, November, and then in December and January, that's going to be that. And like, that's what he's done his entire career, basically. You know, like he's not had good second starts to uh, second halves of his career, um, going all the way back to Wilkes. And uh, it's not fair to judge Christian Kirk with with Steve Wilkes's uh, crew because they had Josh Rosen and Josh Rosen couldn't throw a rock in the ocean, but. Um, you know, but outside of that, like Christian Kirk's a nice player. He's a nice piece to your organization if you can get him and you can afford him. And there's going to be a team that's going to pay a premium for having something that's that's nice. You know, it's like um, it's like uh, upgrading the radio in your car. It's cool. It's nice. Is it necessary? Probably not. Now, it's, a, it's like upgrading an appliance from regular stainless steel. Oh, it looks nicer, right? Something yeah, like that. To, that. to that black stainless steel. Cool. That's right. Still keeps awesome. your food cold. Uh, regardless, uh, the Cardinals, as of now, are 20th in salary cap space. This is all very fluid. They have just. People need to stop saying Christian Kirk could be like Cooper Cup. Like, no. Who's saying that? People in the chat? Somebody, somebody just. Uh, I think Sons Frank might have said it too in studio. Yes, like I know Frank ago. said it. And I was like, no, Frank. Like, 
listen, I'm not going to argue with somebody that literally played in the NFL, but I did and I will. I and said I, I wouldn't. I completely <laughs> contradicted myself. But like, there's just no way. Like, Cooper Cup is just different. Yeah. Like, it's easy to see what Cooper Cup does and say anybody could do that because they make it look easy. Mm-hmm. They do. Can't can't argue with you. No, I just <laughs> Kirk and Cup don't belong in the same sentence, according to NFL. Yeah, easy when I see that in the same sentence, I think. Meatball reminder. Oh, that was the wrong one, man. What happened there? Uh, oh, man. Oh, I was waiting for this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Rebuild reminder. Stupid. All right. All right, friends. Oh, I got a message. See, this is why I get on Twitter. I love everybody, but somebody just sent me a message. Murray for Watson, even though he's getting an extension soon. No, the Cardinals aren't training Kyler Murray for Deshaun Watson. Kyler Murray's the quarterback. Listen, this this franchise is very um, – what's the best way to put it? Risk-averse. Uh, yeah, conservative to a degree. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they, they, they will make a, a sensible splash is what they like to do. Uh, Deshaun Watson is not a sensible splash whatsoever. Uh, that's, Deshaun that's Watson that's, is going to ruffle the feathers of a lot of people here in the Valley if that happened. Um, and if that did happen – Oh, shit. I mean, we'd have a lot to talk about in the next month. I know that, but it's not going to happen. So, What is going to happen is we were going to be live all next week when news breaks. So typically we like to go live. We're going to start going live at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. But One hour later week, next week. Yeah, one hour later starting next week unless we get breaking news. If we get breaking news, we will do emergency pods on this channel as soon as we can right after to break down all of the significant moves, signings of the Arizona Cardinals and otherwise. But in the meantime, do me a favor, friends. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. This is my favorite time of the NFL offseason, even more so than the draft. You cannot be in any sport, NFL free agency, when news breaks. I love it so much. I'm addicted to it. We have two really cool, I mean really fucking cool things that we're got we're going to announce here in the next two weeks. I'm kind of waiting for the right time, um, but you know we we got some we got some pretty cool things we want to announce. Um, so stay tuned for that NFL draft coverage. Um, we're putting together a, a draft party, um, so you all can come out and join us and watch the draft with us and see yep. who who the Arizona Cardinals are going to pick. Hopefully they don't trade away that first. Uh, first rounder, uh, but when party and they traded out. Yeah, you know, like, okay. Well, now we're all just gonna look at each each other and just drink. That's fine. Still fun. Yeah. Um, so stay tuned for that, and we'll have more details than that to come. Also, we have a member of the Arizona Cardinal offensive line joining us in a couple weeks. It's Let's exciting. Give go. us some insight. I bet we ask him about Kyler Murray. In the meantime, guys, like, subscribe, go PHNX on YouTube. PHNX Sports, go phnx.com, become a member of our family. There's no better time. We appreciate, we love all of you. We will get through this free agency period together and we will be better for it. And maybe one day we'll even get new uniforms. For the GM, Saul Bookman, I'm Johnny Venerable. See you for the festivities starting on Monday.